0: The views and opinions expressed on Smack My Pitch Up are those of the panelists and not that of the GUI Media Network or associated brands and sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast is rated R for violence, language, and nudity, because clothing is a prison and society will not cage me.
1: In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. This is Smack My Pitch Up.
0: Hello, geeks and cinephiles, and welcome to a new mini episode for Smack My Pitch Up. We are doing mashups. When last you saw us, we were in Demolition Man, uh, doing our best to ruin the already challenging movie of a uh, Demolition Man by rebo- rebooting, remaking, sequeling, and uh, sidequilling and reimagining that's all st- the things. The all Sylvester Stallone class, I guess. Uh, with me, as always, is Tondi. What's up, gang? My uh, partner in crime here in Mega City. Or, no, Mega no, City no. One. Oh, the Mega City No, I is guess Dread. Mega City
1: One is dred- Judge Dread, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's the other. No, we're v- no, we're, we're in uh, San Angeles. I'm sorry. I get the
0: I get all the Sylvester Stallone, Rob Schneider vehicles mixed up uh, from the <laughs> 90s. But uh, all the future. It's all the future. It's the future. Uh, the see, 90s future. 90s San Angeles is uh, where where we've been living. And uh, for this mashup, instead of normally we would do a shortlist episode, or uh, or sometimes skip a week. We're going to try to do short lists as well, but we're also going to be trying to do the mashups that we'd normally spend only just a minute or two on the episode doing. Uh, We wanted to give that a little bit more breathing room. So using that as the mini-sode where we could really flesh out these ideas more seems like a lot more fun. So
1: it's going to be so fun. And also improv is my weakest skill. Yay! Yay! But
0: fortunately, you are enough of a cinephile that there are going to be concepts coming up that we can definitely work into a nice, uh, hearty pudding of sadness uh, here on, mm. uh, on little, the mash. A little
1: failure pile of a sadness bowl. Some mashed potatoes, Woo! some KFC fried chicken. What else did they put in there? Corn? Mmm. Because
0: at the end, it's like, you're already doing terrible things to your body, and you're going to pay for it later. <laughs> Why not know when it happens by marking it with corn? <laughs> <laughs> That's the corn. A
1: little memento that comes back to you.
0: Corn is like the buoys and jaws that they shoot to hit the sharks, so they can tell when the shark's nearby. <laughs> that's that's what corn is for food. It's like you know.
1: It's yeah. So you don't forget. Oh, I had corn. Oh, that's right. We went to a
0: cookout last weekend. Yeah, and then you're like, there it is. Yep, that's that's how long it takes.
1: <laughs> oh, I think I'm be sick.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Just like Korn, uh, we're coming back to haunt you with uh, this Demolition Man mashup episode. And uh, when we talked about it a little on the episode, one of the ones that I did want to play with a little bit, at least kind of give it the foundation, and then we can add more shit to it if we want, um, take away if we like, is uh, the idea that somehow Demolition Man takes place in the same universe as Idiocracy. I I, I really liked that concept. And uh, one thing I was thinking is that if the president that we don't see in San Angeles at any point, there's the weird, like, cult leader, politician guy, I guess, that he has many, many hats uh-huh. that he wears. Uh, but we don't see if there's anybody that's technically above him in the rest of the world, you know, in the rest of the, the country. Mm-hmm. So why not make that Luke Wilson? And the rest of the world looks like idiocracy. (laughs) San Angeles is this little yeah, I can definitely see that. This little like still idiots, but (laughs) with this like quote unquote you know utopia that they've developed.
1: Yeah, I like that. How about that? How about Luke Wilson and then um, the the vice president, the second smartest man in the world, can be? Oh, how did Simon Phoenix get in there? boom you got your little uh simon phoenix influence there uh saying racist things and yeah just just having a good old time drinking brondo (laughs) drinking brondo
0: having people follow around just scratching records whenever he whenever he decides to like i don't (laughs) know, beatbox or whatever they
1: watering the crops with mountain dew black or whatever stereotypical mountain dew they could put in there (laughs) yeah just get way more racist
0: than Demolition Man was which is already like there's a bar there for sure
1: no no you can't have the Mountain Dew Yellow that's just for certain people and Mountain (laughs) Dew Red we don't have as much of an audience as we did before because we did things to them but those oh, are just Jesus. for those people
0: i don't think I don't think the mountain dew colors are like the power Rangers, where it dictates the ethnicity <laughs> of the person that's in the outfit, like I don't it, think in the
1: idiocracy future okay. it is I think yeah, it maybe is. more in, the, in the future what's the most popular mountain dew? It's peach, it's peach dew, peach dew is the peach most dew. popular dew by far do you have do you have a Tasty mountain dew? I was like that. <laughs> That's yeah, a... just
0: light, peach. Just light it's, peach. It's diet peach. It's diet peach, <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a dystopia to me that all I can drink or, or water my plants with is light peach
1: brondo. Is, is diet yeah, peach mountain dew? Do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Whew>.
0: Brondo. <laughs> so okay, so VP is uh is Simon Phoenix, and you've got Luke Wilson who's unawares, is, is left unawares of the previous transgressions of Simon Phoenix. And here comes... Of yeah, the villainy of Simon Phoenix. Yes. yes. And here comes Sly Stallone, the Italian stallion himself, here to uh, try to stop Phoenix from what he uh, probably assumes is a nefarious plan. And considering he's a politician, that's also a safe bet. That's usually how that works. Yes, yeah. um,
1: But, but the, the rub is that uh, President Luke Wilson cannot tell the difference between this past man, Sly Stallone, and anybody else in the idiocracy because he talks like this and he's Sylvester Stallone. And it, also, this isn't
0: in St. Angeles anymore, so his hyper-aggressive nature is not uncommon in this version <laughs> of it.
1: Because everybody's jacked on Brando. It's like, I couldn't figure
0: out the three seashells either. <laughs> Just <laughs> place lousy with toilet paper. Nobody knows how to use the three seashells.
1: They have the booze to fuck instead of trying to use the virtual helmet. So they're... They're kind of good to go. <laughs> Instead of the uh,
0: the jingles, the jingle station is popular. It's just K Rock, which is just Kid Rock, non- <laughs> nonstop, twenty four seven.
1: It's Kid Rock, and then if you're older and more cultured, then it's GNR. <laughs> right, just nothing but GNR. Those are the, those are the people that aren't like chugging their whiskey. They're just doing
0: one shot at a time. You know, yeah. like a classy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like
1: someone who knows something
0: <laughs> i don't like to pass out until the end of the record so i got to do it one shot at a time that's a uh, my I, daddy gifted me this culture this is starting to sound too similar to <laughs> aspects of modern day uh if you know where to go so <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you know idiocracy was very prescient so like yeah. we all thought it was a joke and then uh Basically, I'm not even going to go into all the things that happened that made us say, "Oh God, what is is this us? Is this is this movie about us?" But the movie was about us. So.
0: That's like that realization with the *Idiocracy*, where it's the, like that scene in a movie where there's a woman that's like laughing hysterically, and it slowly like fades from laughter into crying, and then like at the, <laughs> in the middle point, there's like laughing and crying happening in, happening in tangent with one another, and it's truly, truly terrifying. And anytime you see like a <laughs> sobbing, laughing woman, just run the opposite direction. Do not stop until you can't breathe. Uh, get as far yes, away as humanly self-awareness possible.
1: Self-awareness is truly terrifying. <laughs> it hurts my feelings to know that I would definitely live in a world of Mountain Dew and fuck booths and what what did they eat in the idiocracy world? Probably Captain Crunch. Unlimited Captain Crunch? No, not didn't Dak Shepard have like just a chicken bucket? that he was like going to
0: masturbate while eating out of I think was his plan. <laughs> yeah, I believe okay. so. It's been a while. So that's why that's the thing is that east uh, or west of the Rockies is Taco Bell, but east of the Rockies is KFC. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so. And then in the in the like a specific strip running down the Rockies, it's it's the combination restaurants where you get the little restaurants that have both the KFC right. and the Taco Bell and as one place. Except Arizona get... that
0: only has Pizza Hut's.
1: <laughs> and you get the personal pan pizzas in there, too. <laughs> right. Like, it's Target. Oh, man. Um, I used to I used to
0: fuck up the Target little personal pan pizzas when I was a kid. Because that was like a special treat. Because they're delicious. And they're great, and also we never got to have them, so when we did, when we behaved ourselves on a Target, which is a challenge because it's Target, and there's lots of really cool shit for very affordable prices, Target, pay more, spend less dream dream more i don't remember what the ta- their tagline is see what, what we're um,
1: establishing folks is that uh we've already been living in the idiocracy like we personally we for years and years have already been living in this idiocracy clearly. like uh if you caught the last episode and you caught me waxing uh philosophically and lovingly about the chili cheese burrito then you know <laughs> that we are this is us
0: you got to remember that we're of the age that we grew up in the Jolt Cola generation where we knew we were doing terrible Jolt! things to our body. We did not care We one had bit. Jolt.
1: We had Surge. It was when Red Bull was nasty. That was even before they changed
0: the formula to Four loco from like the one that killed people, literally killed people, people yeah.
1: to, to the one that would like only just got you it was very like drunk. Eight cups of coffee, <laughs> eight cups of coffee and cough syrup was the old Four loco recipe. And back when they had
0: yellow jackets, which were the trucker pills that you could get at Ooh, every counter, yes. trucker speed. And when I worked in restaurants, like on swing shifts, I basically woke up and immediately took a yellow jacket and then went to work <laughs> like a maniac. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh What was um? There were two different ones that I took in restaurants too, because restaurant people hate themselves. And then one day after taking this truck, if, 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 if ephedrine, it's what they use to make meth now. And they, it's why it's illegal. But uh, you could buy ephedrine and uh, take it. It was supposed to be a workout supplement. And so I'd be at work jacked all the time because uh, that's what restaurant people do because they don't sleep. And one day at work, uh, basically one side of my brain shut down. Like I couldn't see out of like, like one part of my vision, but it was both eyes. And I couldn't form a sentence. And I had to sit down for about 10 minutes at work. And that's when I stopped taking Trucker Speed. And I'm not dead! Yay! Yay. Uh, <laughs> this is an example of why we know each
0: other from the stand-up comedy scene is because just about every comedian that you could ever meet is going to have similar stories about abusing their bodies and uh, probably also working. This in the was legal though, industry. folks.
1: This was over the counter. You could buy this stuff over the counter.
0: Yeah, I think it was like three or four pills for like three dollars. It was not expensive. Yeah. at all.
1: It's it, so you could you could die of a heart attack while
0: driving. Yeah, and people did. I think the reason they took it off the shelves is some like high school college kid like had a heart attack on the field because he was all jacked up on yellow jackets.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that sounds that sounds about right. So while we're pitching this this combined movie, we've lived it. We've lived this movie. Yep. Uh, we had sliced alone as a constant presence in our life in the nineties, and uh, yeah. So early two thousand nowadays with
0: your five hour energies, thinking you're hard in in the idiocracy. <laughs> that we lived in, that would just say meth on it. And it'd be like liquid meth in a bottle.
1: <laughs> and it would, yes, it would just be meth and it would taste nasty. And you'd walk through the fan and share it with the nearest homeless. And I would be like, oh, is that liquid meth? And you'd be like, yeah, you want some liquid meth, dude? And you'd, you'd share this swill with your local homeless person because you guys were bros. And then you would like pour it into
0: the little mini, mini bottles of Jägermeister and shake it up. And have that as a drink, so that you can stay up all night partying hard, drinking Jaeger and uh, liquid meth. Yeah, that's.
1: Oh, I I don't, I don't, Mister Stark. I don't feel so good.
0: (laughs) There was a a limit. There's, there's two things that I don't won't really drink anymore: Jaeger, and that's just by a choice that I made. That there was, it was time for that to be a thing of the past. Yeah, Um, it's poison. It is poison. (laughs) And Goldslogger is poison, and Ruppel is poison, um, and the other one was tequila, which wasn't really a choice as so so much as a necessity. um that <laughs> I don't know if that experience That's like that everybody's had experience where they have have not even an ex, just somebody that they like fucked around with years ago that was like just so unhinged that like, And you're weirdly into it. Like, you know that that's bad. Like, you know that. Why are you so bad for me? Yeah. You know, they're bad for, you know, that that they're no, nobody that you really want to like form a relationship with because they can't like keep their own shit together. And (laughs) at the other time you're not keeping your shit together well either, but by comparison, it's like, oh
1: wow, I have my shit together. And that's bad. You you should never be the one. A broke back mountain relationship with tequila. Why can't I quit you? Yeah.
0: That's, that's tequila is uh, the one like, no, no, I, mm, no, I, I can't anymore. I cannot do this anymore.
1: Yeah. That's me and bourbon. So yes, I, I feel <laughs> your pain 1000 per cent. And that's why maybe like we would be, there would be such like, a
0: home for people that can't live in the idiocracy <laughs> that they just bitch about all the liquor they can't drink anymore. <laughs> and they just,
1: just yeah, that's, that is, that is just what comes after the, so in the idiocracy, everybody waits tables, and then whatever comes after—that's that's where we are. So it's it's sales, it's IT, it's uh, nursing, a lot of nursing, a lot of but nursing. Yeah, remembering the old days and being grateful that you lived is probably seventy percent of it. I never knew I would know so many people that were truckers,
0: like <laughs> like I used I used to cook at a truck stop when I was younger, much younger, um, and. I knew I know more truckers now than I knew <laughs> truckers when I worked at a truck stop. Like that's been that's this crazy. A, a place where a lot of people are going is that, you know, people that kind of reached the dead end of retail or restaurant and they're like all my experience for the past 20 years has been in retail or restaurants and I don't want to do that and one of the I wouldn't say easy paths 'cause cuz it's not, but one
1: of the well CBL is 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 a fairly easy path to making pretty good money exactly so. like it's it's a it's a
0: short distance between you know it is a lot of training and you have to get your licensure and stuff and all that but but once you do that then you're pretty much from the get-go making decent money so
1: so that's that's the job that stallone has after they figure out that he cannot be a cop in the future because he hurts too many people oh my god please he's, and then, he's as long get as a there's just one
0: scene where it just got St- <laughs> stallone from over the top in the next truck over looking at stallone (laughs) from demolition man uh we do that and then i'm i'm on board 100 with this idea stallone wants to wrestle stallone so stallone shoots stallone yes and (laughs) (laughs) then it's like that uh what what movie was it wasn't there like a jean-claude van damme film
1: where he like was fighting his twin or something well there was a jean-claude van damme film where he fought with his twin they they were twin brothers who had been separated their entire lives. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. And that one was called I Have No Idea, but I do remember that that was a movie, and one brother could do martial arts, and the other brother was like a slick uh, thief guy or something, and yeah. I think it was called like Double Team or something. Yeah, it was probably... Actually, Double Team was the one he did with Rodman, wasn't it?
0: Oh my god, that was the one with Rodman, yeah. Yeah. Because there had to be something that was vaguely sounded like a sports reference in there. Man, uh, in the
1: 90s, anybody could do a movie, including Kim Jong Un's best friend. Yes. Uh, Dennis Rodman should be in this mashup movie somewhere. Oh, 100%. I mean, what's
0: he doing? What's he doing? He's he's just being Dennis Rodman somewhere. So, like, yeah, let
1: him come on <laughs> in. Making like $10,000 in appearance to talk about how his penis got broken three times? Just t- or just hanging out in North Korea with his buddies,
0: you know, just doing his thing. <laughs> can, can I take one of these nukes home or, yeah, right? This is like a parting <laughs> gift. I don't know, but that's weird. Rodman, I understand because of his abilities as an actor, why he did not do a lot of acting in the uh, in, in the 90s. In his little oh, popularity.
1: Terrible.
0: Um, Shaq. He's worse than Shaq. He's worse than Shaq. The thing with Shaq, though, is that even when he was a bad actor, it was still kind of charming. Like, it, 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 like, Steel, which is technically a Superman character. Uh, Yeah, or Kazam. That he's still, he's a terrible actor. Terrible. Awful. Still charming.
1: But Shaq got to try stuff. Shaq was, like, the biggest... Freak sensation in the world, so we got to like release a successful rap album. I think his album went platinum or something. He had yep. a video game, Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the '90s were a golden age of just, you know, what you're famous. It was like the last generation of you're famous, so you can do anything. Like you're you're universally famous, you can do anything. That's people what aren't do. that kind of universally famous now. So
0: because the the future of 1996 is where Hi- Simon Phoenix comes from, so that's prime time for like the dream team era of the NBA where you had like Shaq and Jordan and uh and I'll oh got who else Magic Johnson Magic and Magic Johnson Charles Barkley uh yeah. Ewing, Ewing I think was still playing at that point Uh-huh but you get big you get a Frankenstein of, yeah Yeah you get you get a few of the big name basketball players from the 90s and Simon Phoenix talks about like bringing his crew back um uh, <laughs> and then it's just the, the like 1994 dream team that comes back that are towering <laughs> over five foot five wesley snipes or however tall he is he's not a tall man
1: i i think that and would they be decide play. they're like you know what whatever you had planned i don't want to do that uh there is a strip club about a hundred yards away from here we still have past money that's worth a lot in our pockets we're just going to go do blow and hang out with strippers is that cool <laughs> And then that's the movie. That's the rest of the movie. And comes in and he's like, I, I want to do fun stuff. Get out of here, cop. Get <laughs> out of narc. here.
0: Where's the narc? <laughs> Just
1: everybody's anti-nark. <laughs> Even other cops are like,
0: where's the narc at? Let's get him. <laughs> I would I would love to see like a, a team up though of like, if we could somehow get Luke Wilson to be like the Rob Corddry character of the this version of Demolition Man where he ends up like buddy cop movieing with Stallone trying to take down Simon Phoenix that like maybe like takes the throne of the president or something and they have to Yeah, like, I would stop love to him. see that
1: as the every man trying to bumble his way through this action movie, getting punched it like square in the nose and going, ow. And Luke Wilson just like his brother Luke Wilsoning <laughs> and... all the time, which is just like his
0: reaction to stuff is non existent. When stuff happens, he just has to verbally say like, oh, that's a surprise to me. <laughs> because there's no reaction on his face ever about anything.
1: Oh, and then to, to make it even better, Owen shows up as his counterpart that's teaming with Wesley Snipes. So it's Stallone and uh, Luke Wilson versus Snipes and Owen Wilson. The Wilson brothers return. <laughs> yeah, I, if we, somehow we
0: can work this into a backdoor sequel to Bottle Rocket, I'm in. But Bottle I Rockets, yeah, all yeah. over again. Bottle <laughs> Rockets, all over again be incredible but no i think the yeah, wilson, that's the nose punch yeah the nose punch for sure yeah the yeah the wilson brothers at odds with one another bringing back simon phoenix and uh what's stallone's name in that it's just it's it's stallone oh I mean, john spartan john spartan is john is spartan john um i i see this is a moneymaker for sure you, you
1: get and that. then and then uh to, if you want to really go wild with it this action movie, this balls out craziness, this social commentary is directed by what? Wes Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> Dull um, house cinematic stallone. there's just there's
0: so much like white affluence in the post-apocalyptic <laughs> like a corporate hellscape or or yeah, fast food hellscape that is uh, idiocracy. Yeah.
1: That I feel like I don't belong in this world. And he didn't. Alex, uh, what's his face? Um, the Shadow. Alex um, Baldwin. Oh, uh, Alex Baldwin is narrating, yeah. and he didn't. He did not belong there. He did not, not belong
0: Stanley Tucci shows up for no reason, just being <laughs> Stanley Tucci. And Bill Murray's just I love like it. eating a popsicle in the background with like a little beret on. <laughs> Good to go.
1: Tilted jauntily.
0: <laughs> of course. You gotta have a, a jaunty tilt on your beret. <laughs> I think that might be the name of this episode. Jaunty Beret Tilt, I think. is. uh...
1: Yeah, Jaunty Tilt, yeah. Jaunty Tilt is a fantastic name for a Wes Anderson movie. Uh, Doesn't even need context.
0: No, it's just a bunch of people uncomfortably sitting in a room together all wearing berets, and then (laughs) it would win all the festival awards.
1: Oh, no, it's the return of Gwyneth Paltrow. Nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for that.
0: Go back to Goop where you belong. (laughs) It is funny to see anybody interact with uh, her on like interview shows or anything that she does uh, that is like somebody that's acted with her in the past because they all seem like perfectly lovely. They're not being mean to her or anything. I'm sure that she was perfectly nice to them but also so fucking new agey where she wasn't a problem per se but was also just, I don't know what to do with you. There's like... Vagina
1: balls and and candles and uh, weird goop stuff. I mean, she's a character. She's she's Anna Delvey, basically. I don't know if you've watched uh, what creating Anna or whatever on Netflix, but it's about a woman who creates a a socialite persona for herself so that she can bilk money out of New York's finest uh, social uh, standing people or whatever. And that's Winifred Paltrow. You know, she is that character by birth, but she's she's almost like a a cartoon character with her pussy scented candles and and she, such. The thing is, if this is like a at one point she
0: just shows up on a, like a, a Today Show or something, and she goes the aristocrats, and then that, <laughs> that's the end of it. Um, she's my favorite person to ever exist. I'm on board. And everybody like claps
1: this. for Glennon's bow throw.
0: Like this, that's oh man! Brilliant! Wow! That was brilliant! Wow! That was incredible. That would be just the best. Uh, somehow, I don't think that's the plan. But if she was to pull that off, I mean, like it was vagina candles, you said
1: nothing. You said nothing. What is wrong with you? Would be great. I would. I would love to see Gwyneth Paltrow be playing the long game. That's Shakespeare in Love to now the aristocrats. Fantastic. <laughs> right? That would be great that that's a level
0: of dedication that you're not even going to see from the most method of actors in Hollywood. So
1: that that mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, it'd be her and um oh, who's who's the, uh, the the most method actor in Hollywood? The guy from The Last of the Mohicans, Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. It's it's a, it's a bit that she and Daniel Day-Lewis have been planning for 20 plus years. No. At the end of it she says the aristocrats and pulls off her mask
0: and it is Daniel it Day-Lewis. It is Daniel <laughs> Day-Lewis.
1: Oh! Oh, I
0: love it! That candle smells like my vagina. (laughs) Oh,
1: Daniel, they Lewis you that your vagina vagina (laughs) smelled wonderful! (laughs) Wonderful! People just crying, clapping. Oh, he he won an award with no movie associated because he's that damn good. He, he won an award. He won an Oscar for being Daniel Day Lewis
0: <laughs> and also Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, uh, I think he deserved it. Honestly, I
1: would make one out of mashed potatoes for him because yes, I respect the craft.
0: And on that note, we are uh, at the tail end of. I, I think we fully fleshed out this mashup <laughs> of uh, <laughs> idiocracy and Demolition Man. Um, I, that was that's great. So yeah, it's a buddy. The, the Wilson brothers present a uh, a buddy comedy action movie of uh, Demolition Man in the Yes, we have future.
1: completely demolished this idea. It has been destroyed. It's it's a quivering pile on the floor. Probably need to spray some Febreze in the room uh, right now.
0: Yeah, or or at least a little Brondo in a spritzer <laughs> bottle, you know, <laughs> for good measure. Thank you, Tondi, for helping me on this exploration through the uh, trash piles of the future. Yes, ah... Oh. And uh, thank you so much for taking a listen to this new little mashup. I think I I had a really good time. So I think we're going to be doing some more mashup minis um, on the off weeks uh, moving forward. Because, yeah, it's just a fun time to play. It's free associate. Good times. Damn skippy. And no No, prep. This this is good. Which I do appreciate no prep either. (laughs) So Uh, so we'll definitely check out. Mike loves no prep. No prep makes me feel like pooping my pants. (laughs) That's why we work well in tandem with one another. I'm never prepared, and you're always prepared, so hooray. <laughs> now, if you want to see uh, the full-length episodes and the minis, make sure to rate, review, subscribe. Subscribe to Smack My Pitch Up. Subscribe to all the other shows on the GUI network. You can find the links to all those shows at GUIPodcast.com. Also, check out, Donnie has another show called My Handle Jonathan Blade. Where can we find that?
1: Yeah, check me out on my handle is Jonathan Blade on all of your popular podcatchers, anywhere that you listen to a podcast, you can find my handle is Jonathan Blade. Nice. And uh we'll find you next time for another full length
0: episode of Smack My Pitch Up. So, uh, as we say, I don't, we, don't, we don't say anything this is the first matchup episode. So Something
1: about where's my pitch? You better come over here cuz you about to get smacked.
0: You you going to you're going you're gonna to pitch that smack. No wait, that's not. You're yeah. Cool.
1: I'm smacking you, bitch. <laughs> gui-podcast.com Welcome to GUI Nights.
0: GUI Nights.